So in the previous episode, we talked about the power of a teaspoon in connection with your life's purpose. (laughs) Wow, that was interesting. Um, But in today's episode, let's talk about six simple strategies for discovering life direction. Welcome to the Principles for Smart Living show with Conrad L. Jones. Here we talk about five things vitally important to smart living, which we call the Life Mastery Matrix. Those five things are faith, growth, excellence, contribution, and self-care. Faith constitutes your spiritual journey and relationship with God. Growth is your attitude to keep learning and becoming a better person. Excellence is your approach to doing quality work in everything you put out in the world. Contribution is about sharing your gifts and talents to be a blessing to others and to unlock more of your God-given capacity and capabilities. And self-care is you taking care of your body, mind, and spirit, and also getting quiet rest to refresh and renew yourself regularly. Let's join Conrad. If this is your first time joining me on the show, I want to say welcome and thanks for sharing your time with me. In our previous episode, we talked about the power of a teaspoon in connection with your life's purpose, and that was an amazing show. In today's episode, let's talk about six simple strategies for discovering your life's direction. You know, inspiration is what drives us to do great things. It could be a feat that was accomplished by another person or something tragic that just makes you want to win. And this just goes to show you can get inspiration from just about anything. So you just have to find your inspiration. Now, there are many places where you can get inspiration. It could be from a book that you read. It could be from a movie that you saw or something that you watched with your own eyes. If this gets you motivated and makes you want to do something similar, then you have found your inspiration. What you have to do now is you got to choose the goals that you want to achieve. Naturally, what you want to achieve, obviously, now you know this, is going to take some time. Goals don't happen just overnight. Um, And just because you put them on a sheet of paper doesn't mean that they're going to come to pass. You got to push towards getting them done. But this means that you have to come up with a plan so that what you want done can be executed and you can achieve your desired results. So let's say you want to win in a competition, regardless of what sport it is, badminton, chess, uh, basketball, softball, baseball, you have to get in shape. That's the bottom line. And since it is rare that athletes train on their own, you've got to find a club or a coach who will be in charge of your training regimen. So from now until the day of the competition, you just have to practice day in and day out. You got to focus on your techniques and you got to build up your endurance. And when race day comes, it is you against the other competitors. And hopefully you will end up being the winner. But what if you know that and you understand all of that? And you know someone who needs some inspiration. Well, you can also be a good Samaritan and help them find it so that they can accomplish a similar feat. You know, aside from helping them find their inspiration, you should also show them how to get it. When they have done so, I guarantee they will be thankful for your help 
and you will feel good about your noble gesture. So you can be an inspiration to others also by setting a good example as well as you can find inspiration for yourself from the examples of others. Have you ever heard the line, practice what you preach? Well, this really, as we talk about inspiration, is your moment. And if people see what you are doing, they will believe that it is possible for them to do the same because they see it being done before. And because they know that you're being or understand that you're being a good role model, they can then find inspiration in you. And, you know, that's how we find inspiration in others. Another cool way to inspire others is to show them that you care. Talk to people and ask about how they are. Get to know what they like and what they don't like. Find out if they have problems and offer to help in whatever ways that you can. At the same time, you can talk a little bit about yourself and share your own experiences with some of these people. You know, your words of wisdom can really help a lot of people today, especially if they are now going through a situation that is similar to yours. One way to make you look human is to share not only your successes, but to share your failures, your challenges, where you fell down and how you were able to move past those roadblocks. Because now those little things serve as examples and inspirations to others that they too can do it and you have given them some patterns to help them to move forward. A good example is at work. You know, you're surrounded by your colleagues, you're surrounded by um, new people that's coming into the job market, new hires. You know, if you are one of the senior persons that's around in your company, naturally, people will look up to you and they will follow your instructions. Uh, should there be some new hires and newcomers on the job, you can give them a warm welcome so that they don't feel nervous working with you starting even from the very first day. All of this speaks towards inspiring people. You know, every so often you can go around, you can talk to your group, you can give them the chance to speak their minds because they may have some good ideas that can help the organization. And should these suggestions work out, listen, man, don't take the credit, hand it off to them. And what this does is it shows that you are fair with people and they will respect you even more. So in both instances, you will be able to inspire others. You will have become a better communicator. You will be able to speak your mind and share your thoughts. And if you can make people imagine what's happening as you walk them through certain scenarios, that's even more the better. If you don't know how to communicate properly, you can always enroll in a class that allows you to do so. Not everyone is a good speaker, but with some practice, you can get the hang of it. We are all beacons of inspiration. And we don't have to be heads of states or leaders of governments or large corporations to be able to inspire others because we can inspire people in our own small way and we can find inspiration from others in small ways. It just takes a little effort to ask ourselves and people what they want so that we can plan and we can help them find what they need to get done. So let, let's touch on, on six steps. Proverbs 28 and 8 says, where there is no vision that people perish. You know, if we're really honest with ourselves, we could admit that success is much, much more than monetary gains. It's bigger than grand titles and educational pursuits and degrees. And because success means different things for different people, it's important to plan for success by mapping out all the aspects of your life that you wish to be impacted in powerful ways. So if you're planning a hiking trip, for instance, into the mountains, you would definitely plan where you wanted to go on your trek and 
what tools were necessary for a successful expedition, right? Well, the same principles apply as you work to engineer your success. So for you to map out what you consider to be success in your life, you need to clearly define a few details in the process. And these details are origin, destination, vehicle, backpack, landmarks, and route. So let's begin. Number one, your starting point, figuring out who you currently are. You know, any map or journey has a starting point. Your origin is who you are right now. Most people, when you ask them to introduce themselves, they would say, hi, I'm Dawn. I'm a 27-year-old bank teller. But the thing is, that statement tells you nothing about who Dawn is. It only tells you his present preoccupation. And most of us are guilty of defining ourselves by our occupation. To gain insights about yourself, you need to look closely at your beliefs, at your values, um, your principles, aside from your economic, professional, cultural, and civic or civil status. Moreover, you can also reflect on your experiences to give you insights on your good and your not-so-good traits, your skills, your knowledge, your strengths, and your weaknesses. Upon introspection, Don realized that he was a highly motivated, generous, service-oriented, but patient individual, and his inclination was in the legal field. Furthermore, he believed that life must serve a purpose and that wars were destructive to humanity. Now we've known or we've learned a whole lot more about Don other than just his occupation or preoccupation. The second thing is your destination. And it's about figuring out a clear vision of who you want to be. So who do you want to be? This is your vision. Now, it is important that you know yourself so that you would have a clearer idea of who you want to be and the things that you want to change, whether they are your attitudes, your habits, or your points of view. You know, if you hardly know yourself, then your vision and the targets for the future would also be unclear. So your destination should cover all the aspects of your being, your physical being, your emotional, intellectual, your spiritual being. Continuing on Don's story, since we started with him, let's talk a little bit about Don. So after he defined his beliefs, his values, and his principles in life, he decided that he wanted to have a life dedicated in serving his fellow men through the justice system. Don now has a destination. So here's the third thing, your vehicle. How is Don going to get there? Your vehicle is about figuring out how you will get to your destination. A vehicle is simply the means by which you reach your destination. It can be important to your mission or your vocation in life. To a great extent, your mission would depend on what you know about yourself. Again, based on Don's personal assessment, he decided that he was suited to become a lawyer and that he wanted to become one. So his chosen vocation was in the legal field. Describing his vision mission fully, it then became to live a life dedicated to serving his fellow men as a lawyer prosecuting criminals. So now we know a whole lot more about Don. Here's the fourth thing that you need for your journey. You got to know your travel bag. And your travel bag is figuring out what you need to have for this journey. Because really, you don't need to carry everything. You know, you got food, you got drinks, you got medicine, and other traveling necessities, and they're contained within a travel bag. So we just apply this concept to your life mapping process. Um, you can bring with you certain knowledge, certain skills and attitudes. These determine your competence and they help you in attaining and achieving your vision. 
So given such, there is a need for you to assess what knowledge, what skills, what attitudes you have at present and what you will need to gain along the way. Though this uh, twofold assignment will give you insights on your landmarks or measures of your success. Don realized that he needed to gain professional knowledge and skills in law so that he could become a lawyer. He knew that he always had a hard time focusing when reading on any subject, so he realized that this was something he wanted to change because researching, reading, and interpreting what was read is important for any legal profession. And then here's the fifth thing, your landmarks in your route, and it's about figuring out your SMART objectives. Landmarks confirm if you are on the right track, while your route determines the travel time. So in planning out your life, you also need to have landmarks in a route. These landmarks are your measures of success. These measures must be specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound. They got to be smart. So you cannot set two major landmarks, for instance, such as earning a master's degree and earning a doctorate degree within a two-year period, since the minimum number of years to complete a master's degree is already two years. Let's go back to Don as our example. Don identified the following landmarks in his life's map. He said, I got to complete my bachelor's degree in law by the age of 30. I got to earn my specialization in criminal law by the age of 33. I got to de get deployed in a local prosecutor's office in my city by the age of 34. And I want to serve as a lawyer in cr a crime infested area by age 36. So now he's got a clear map and he's got those landmarks on his route for heading towards his destination. Here's the final one. Number six, your anticipated turns, detours, and potholes. And it's about figuring out how to get around obstacles. The purpose of your life map is to minimize hasty and spur-of-the-moment decisions that can make you lose your way. But you know, oftentimes, our plans are modified along the way due to some inconveniences, some delays, and some other situations that are beyond our control. Like in any path, there are turns and detours and potholes. So you got to anticipate them and you got to adjust accordingly. In the next upcoming episode, we'll talk about net worth versus real worth because many people don't really understand the difference in how it applies to their lives. So stay tuned. Well, I hope that you've enjoyed this inspirational session and that it added value to you. If this episode has been a blessing to you and you want to download it, share it to bless your friends or grab the other free resources we have available for you, visit us at purposeunleashed.com forward slash principles podcast and have a great day.